All right, guys, what's good? It's Cream, a.k.a. Miss Cream of the Crop. And uh, this is a new episode of Conversations with Cream. I know you guys thought we was going to be on the throne. The throne's coming soon. Come back soon. Got some stuff for you guys. But I'm really excited because I got my homie Fat Fly Freddy Lee on with me today. He's going to sit down and have a conversation with me. And before we begin... <laughs> Freddie thought he could come here and out hat the hat queen. So I had to go in the studio closet to get my hat, okay? Because I was like, you know what? I'm going to serve face today. They always see me with the hat on. And then Freddie popped up on the screen. I said, wait. Yeah, I had to, I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> he came on with the Jam Master J joint. Like, yeah. <laughs> This is my man's joint, my man, Mr. Daniels. He he custom made this hat for me, so I had to show definitely show some love to him. You know what I'm saying? He, he hooked it up for me. Yes, I like that. You guys know I love my hats. I have a whole collection of them. I love them. I love them. I love them. So you know, I had to come on and match Freddie's fly. Yeah. So speaking of fly, you know, I always call you the fly one. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Before we get into the interview, I mean, if you guys have been paying attention, if you want to throw me, you know, Freddie's going to throw me a couple of times. So he's not new to our platform or to my platform. But let's talk about your style real quick before we get into the interview. Because then I'll let you introduce yourself to all the people who may not know who you are. But okay. I want to talk about your style. So I know you had your Got Thick campaign. And I started wearing my Got Thick t-shirt. I started to wear it. Oh, I, okay. I started to okay. wear it. But I Okay. We're, not talking about this today. We're talking about important topics. <laughs> so I didn't wear it. But okay. I know you're always on your page and you, you are um, always empowering those that are, you know, well endowed on the meat side. You know? Right, right. I represent. In the wintertime. Right. You know, we give them shade in the summer. Yeah, boom. <laughs> so while empowering all of the thick community, you're also like, you know what? I may be a man of a certain size, but I'm fly with it. Right. So exactly. let's talk about your style. Like every time you post on Instagram, every time you have a video, every time, you know, you take pictures, you are always fly. So where do you get your style from? I mean, I think the style in general is is all about you know you being yourself, you know being being confident and, and being yourself. So for me, it's just all about being comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like I like to be comfortable and look good at the same time. You know what I mean? So I just try to put those two things together: being comfortable and you know picking out some things that that are, that are dope to me, and I just rock out like that. So it, it really it's really less the clothes and more the person. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely, and I have a soft spot for my, you know, fluffy dudes. My brother, we call right, him Big right. Z. His name's well, everybody calls him Big Z. His name's David, and my brother's been fly since birth. Like he, you know, he was a little dude that was always in Husky. They had to get his pants tailored at the bottom. Yeah, there you go. That's me. That's me too, right there. The Husky section is theirs. That was my spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mom was going to take him to Husky or he was going to the men's section and then she would take his pants and get him tailored. And right. I asked, you know, he always got his hair cut every week. And I think that just set him up for always understanding that 
his size didn't matter. He was always going to be fly. And until this day, my brother has, I've never seen my brother not fly. So it's always good to see, you know, my big dudes representing it. Like, <laughs> the ladies love me because I'm fly and I got a good personality. It's some yeah, exactly. It's all about confidence. It's all about carrying exactly. Yep. Exactly. You guys outdress some of these regular size dudes. I'm like, come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. What is that? What is that? Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes people try a little too hard to be to be fly. You gotta try too hard, then it's it's not it's not good. It's not a good look. Exactly. It's gotta be in you. It definitely has to be in you. So your name represents you well. Fat fly Freddie Lee. But you know, I like to leave the fat part off. I just like the fly one. The fly one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so before we talk about the new single and the new video, introduce yourself to everyone who may not have seen any of our other interviews um, together. So let them know who you are, let them know where you're from, and then we'll get into the new track. All right, cool. Well, um, I go by the name of Fat Fly Freddie Lee, as we previously discussed. Um, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I'm an artist, uh, songwriter, uh, director, content creator, all that other good stuff. And I'm just, you know, all about bringing positivity and just, you know, making people feel good, giving people good vibes, you know what I'm saying, whether through music or, or visuals or whatever content we got going on. So that's that's who Fat Fly Freddie Lee is. Absolutely, absolutely. I would have to say that I agree with every single thing that you said, like your content is A1. I love all your videos. Anytime you drop a single, I'm like, I can't wait to see what the visuals are going to look like because they're always fire. Appreciate so, it. Um, where do you get all of your um, your inspiration for the creative things that you put out, your creative projects, your creative direction, and all the creative posts that you put on your Instagram page? Like, Where do you get your inspiration from? Um. I think I'm inspired by more inspired by people and you know life in general what what people have going on what I have going on you know important topics that may be you know pulling at you know heartstrings all over so you know I kind of get inspired by what's around me you know so I kind of like to keep my content um you know geared toward that things that things that uh, are inspiring to me and things that I have going on and things that I know that you know other people may have going on is like big for me as far as like when I get creative. Yeah. So I know the last time we sat down, um, yeah. it was like right at the beginning of all of this panoramic. And so we talked about like what it was going to be like for artists and creatives right. um, being basically unable to travel and do shows and things like that. So now it's a year later. And then we were speculating, like, how everything was going to be. So we lived through this for an entire year. And being a creative, you you gain um, creative ideas, like you said, from things around you, from experiences and going places and doing things like that. So right, right. now, how do you feel as a creative? And how has being in this panoramic um affected you if it did or it didn't and how has it changed since the last time we talked because like I said a year ago when we first sat down so how is it different now um I think for me like you know during the pandemic I really took the time to read and you know kind of hone in on my skills and 
research and study and kind of plot out, you know, what I wanted to do as things began to, you know, slowly open back up. So for me now, it's like putting those plans and things into fruition now. So all the ideas that I had and I've been writing and all these things like that, you know, it's time to start to share it, you know, and, you know, get to work to, you know, produce some of those things. So I think it's been, you know, an easy transition as far as from, you know, not being able to do certain things to now, you know, things opening up a bit more to, you know, release some things and, you know, show people what I've, what I've been working on since. Absolutely. For me, I felt like in the beginning I was a little nervous because I wasn't used to doing nothing. Right. And, <laughs> you know, I just wasn't used to doing nothing at all. But for me, I think once we got more into everything, I realized how much of a break I actually needed. Right. And at first, I was thinking, like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? But then I realized, like you said, being a creative person, it just helped me start to actually work on all the things that I had written down right. in the middle exactly. of being busy, you know? Right. Exactly. Like, all you gotta, my notes. Yeah, you got to get that, note, that notepad thoroughly, like, wow, I should start this, so I should finish this, because it was, like, so many things for me that I was, like, looking at my little notes and going through my, you know, my, my music files and my sessions. I'm like, wow, I didn't finish this. I should finish this, you know? So, yeah, that time definitely was, um, it ended up being useful for sure. Yeah, and then it, it made you hold yourself, or at least for me, it made me hold myself a lot more accountable because it's just like, you're not traveling. You have no excuse right. to not finish this project. Or you have no excuse to not start this. Or at least right. look at this whole checklist of stuff that you put in this journal and say you wanted to do one day. Like, you right. have no excuse. Like, where are you going to go? Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. What you doing? What you doing? So, um, speaking of new projects and, and dropping creative um, ideas during right. this situation, you came up with the Lovecraft Theory song. You came right. with the video. So I can speculate or guess or assume where the inspiration behind this song came from. But I really want you to explain it in your own words. Like, where did the inspiration behind this video and song come from? And why was it important for you to drop this right now? Um, well, the title, like you said, is um, the, Lovecraft, the Lovecraft Theory. And um, it definitely was inspired by the, the HBO series um, Lovecraft Country. And it was inspired by the show and what the show, you know, meant to me. Um, it, it really had a lot of, you know, for all, all the people who saw it or, you know, looked at the previews of it or whatever, like it really had a lot of um, hidden gems, hidden messages and messages in general for um, African-American people and people in general. But, you know, I feel like it really spoke to, you know, our community in a lot of different ways as far as, you know, really um, – owning what's yours, you know what I'm saying, what you create, owning your, owning all your emotions, owning all your property, owning, you know, everything, and just really appreciating who you are as a person, you know what I'm saying, so I think that that's, you know, one of the messages that I got from it, and, you know, I created a record that, you know, basically tells that, gives that message off. 
So do you think that, um, so the part of the question I said, why do you think it was important to drop that right now? Do you think, going back to what we were talking about in regards to having all this time off, during this time off, a lot of us and other people had time to actually pay attention to what's been going on in our country and in the world. And a lot of these incidents and activities and different things that have been going on, it's it's not new. It's things that have always been going on, but other people, Right. I'm just going to say this, even though we know you can make time for whatever you want to make time for, I right. just think, let's just, let's just pretend like they didn't, but I feel like other people of other races and communities, everyone was so busy, they didn't have time to actually pay attention to what's been going on enough for them to want to protest and march right. and take action, and I think that us having this time off and everyone really not having much to do but pay attention to social media and the news, it allowed other people to actually invest their feelings into what was going on in our community. So going back to your answer saying um, understanding ownership, understanding who we are, and decoding certain projects that are being put out to say, this, you know what I'm saying. They may not know. You know. Right. Um, do you think that that also was one of the reasons that you felt like it was really important for you to put this project out? Oh, definitely. Like, I've held the song for a little bit. Um, and, you know, so, yeah, it was it was kind of like, all right, things are opened up a little bit now. Like, let's go shoot this visual and, you know, let's get it out to the people while, you know, this – topic which is you know something that should be you know talked about all the time but you know let's get it out now while you know people are are seem to be more interested in it you know what i'm saying and more more prone to take action and really you know hone in on their feelings about it right absolutely i i totally understand because like i said everyone at this point is starting to look like they're um they have empathy for what's going on but time will reveal once the world opens back up if they actually cared as much as they said they did or, or did they, if they were just they cared because they didn't have anything else to do at the moment. <laughs> you know what I'm like, so, yeah, exactly. So yeah, we'll see. Yes, absolutely. But one of the things that I'm hoping doesn't happen for our community is I'm hoping that once everything opens back up officially, we don't forget all the things that we have been working on and the strides that we've been making thus far over the past year and all the ways that we have come together because we've always talked about coming together as one as a people and again i think that most of us have been saying oh i don't have time i don't have this we've had nothing but time um to do nothing but research, learn more about politics, learn more about community, how we can build our community up, buying property, ownership. We've had nothing but time to research, learn, and uplift and empower one another to do these things. So hopefully our community will reveal whether or not we meant all the things and all the ways that we've taken action. Um, we just have to continue that momentum and not give up just because everything's open back up and we can go to the club. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So there's a saying that we've all heard, and it's called Stay Woke. So with right. that saying to you, because of this video, this 
project. What does what does that mean to you? What does staying woke, if anything, what does it mean to you? Um, staying woke just means, you know, staying aware, like staying on your P's and Q's about what's going on around you. Like, don't get certain things confused for for other things. Like, don't don't get the wool pulled over your eyes and you know, not pull it back up and see what's going on under it. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I think stay woke stay woke means. Absolutely. So, what do you want people to take away from this video? Do you want them to stay woke? Do you want them to stay empowered? Like, what do you want them to take away from it? Definitely want them to stay empowered, you know, definitely, and stay woke, stay woke, that's like a given, but definitely stay empowered and realize your worth, you know what I'm saying, and, and you know, charge more, you know, for whatever it is that you that you feel you're worth, you know what I mean, that's just generally, generally speaking, not just monetarily, but just, you know, you're worth so much more than you think you are, that's, that's kind of the message that I, that I want to put out there. I love that, I love that, and I'm more of a person that likes to tell people to stay aware because I feel like if you say stay woke, that means you've been asleep this whole time. I feel like we're all awake now, so let's stay awake. Like, I like that. I like that. Let's stay right. awake. Yeah. Like, right. I don't really think anyone's asleep anymore. If you've been asleep this whole time and people have to wake you up, where have you been? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a good, that's a good analogy. I think I'm going to yeah. go, go with that one too because you're right. I, I haven't been sleeping at all, so yeah, tell the people to stay woke. Yeah, yeah, I like to I like to stay aware better. Yeah, it's like, why would you be asleep? What, right. what are you doing right if now? You, if you were asleep, me and you don't even need to be talking because we definitely we definitely not on the same on the same wavelength at all. At all, because if you were asleep, you would never get the video. You wouldn't get this project. <laughs> right. Exactly. 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 So speaking of the song and the project, let me let everyone know like who who was a producer, who was featured. Right. You know, I saw two young ladies in the video, right. and the one young lady that was rapping, she was dope. The singer. So tell us about them. Tell us about your features and the producer. Definitely. Um. Yes, so the two features on the record were um, Tournier Soul. She was um, the singer on the record. And the other, the female hip-hop artist, her name was Fancy LaFlair. Two dope artists. Like, I really yeah. appreciate, you know, them being a part of it and collaborating and really, you know, bringing the record to life. It was really, really dope. Yes, I agree with you. They definitely brought the record to life. They they added to it. Like, right, you know, sometimes exactly. people put the labs together and it just sounds forced. It sounds like, you know, sometimes you have those, those friends where you're like, man, when I, the next time I'm in the studio, you can just hop, I got a record for you. You just hop on it. Yeah, exactly. like you do it because you're tired of your friend asking you to put you on a song. <laughs> yeah, this was like carefully plotted. Like, I, I, I really specifically picked those two um, women for this record and it, and it came out dope. Yes, I loved everything that they brought to the re to the record, their energy, and they are beautiful. Like they contributed well to the video. Yes. And then yes. there was um the little kid in the video doing a little dances. I like the oh, end yeah. of like the whole that's video. My that's my daughter. Uh, yeah, that's my daughter. Yeah, so yeah, she 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 made made a cameo and you know did her yeah. dance. She's so cute. I loved her in the video too. I loved her in there. I, I loved everything about this project and the video. So tell us about the videographer. I'm, I know that you were part of the production team and the creative direction team. Who else can you give a shout out to? Because creative deserves their time to shine too. So who else was part of the creative process? Um, 
big shout out to um, Trina Charles. She was um, in charge of wardrobe and makeup. She really came through in the clutch and did her thing. Um, Picasso, he was my eyes and my my hands when I couldn't when I couldn't shoot everything that I wasn't in. Uh, he took care of the, the shooting, and um, yeah, I mean it was a small crew. And also shout to um, to to Kara. She did her thing. Juicy Johnson. She was the, the other actress in the video, and um, yeah. You know, everything was shot small as far as, like, true size. It was just just um, Picasso and everybody else that you saw, you know what I'm saying? Also, Siobhan Davis, she was there. She was assisting on, on set and everything. So, yeah, it was, it was a small, small crew, but we made it, made it work. Absolutely. I mean, when everyone has the same goal in mind, you can get anything accomplished. You don't have to have a major crew. And I'm glad you brought that up, too, because there are a lot of artists and a lot of people, no matter what you do, they get discouraged because they feel like they need to have this piece, this piece, this piece, that piece. And I feel like right now it's been... There's been positive and negatives to everyone being at home. I feel like one of the negatives is it gave people more time to watch what other people were doing and compare themselves. And the comparison is the thief of joy. Like, if you're always comparing yourself to people, then you lose your joy in yourself. So this video looking the way that it does and you revealing, like, hey, my crew was really small. We just all did what we were supposed to do, and we are just really creative. That can encourage someone else out there that is probably thinking, like, you had this big budget and all these people in the large it was It was not a big budget. It wasn't 50 people out there. It was everybody you've seen on camera plus two. You know what I'm saying? As far, as, far as like, you know the you know post wise like I shot everything other I shot everything that I wasn't in, and then I edited the video myself. So it really is extra small if you if you want to like count posts. So yeah, I mean it, it's really all about just doing it. You know what I'm saying? Or or you know making a call to somebody who can come in and assist to do it. You don't really need you know 50 people on set to create something dope and creative. You know. Absolutely. And I love the fact that it was shot with snow on the ground because that just made it more realistic. Right, right, You know, saying like when we were trying to um, run for our freedom, it wasn't always the perfect condition. So I love the whole snow. I love that part. Yeah, it it really worked out well time-wise. Like at first I was a little discouraged about the snow. I was like, Dad, I don't know if I want to shoot this in the snow, you know. But everybody was a trooper, and it was really, really cold that day. Like, really cold. And I as you can see, Yeah, as you can see, we didn't have on any jackets for the most – we didn't have on any jackets while we were shooting. So it was, like, really cold. So, like, I really thank everybody for, you know, just being real troopers and, you know, taking one for the team as far as, like, the weather conditions go and running and running in the snow and all that other craziness. But, yeah, it worked out. The snow really worked out for us. Yeah, as you can tell, like, I'm a creative person. I saw everything. I'm like, I love the snow. I knew you guys didn't have a coat. And I live in Cleveland, so you guys pretty much have the same weather we do. And I was like, man, yeah, you have a good team because it was freezing out there. I think it was about 18 degrees that day, and I don't know. That was what it was. I don't know what it like what the real feel was, but it definitely was one of – it actually was, like, one of the coldest days after, like, having a few cooler days before it. So it was like, wow, this is what they – what the man upstairs is 
throwing down for today. So, you know, we, we, worked, we, worked, we worked it out and everything came out good. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's the, that's the beauty of having other creative people around you, other right. people who believe in you and what you're trying to put out and what you're trying to do because they're like, hey, it's snowy, it's cold, but we got this. Right. And I think also the message that you were trying to convey with the video, I think once you think about your ancestors and everybody and what they went through for us to be able to sit down and talk the way we're talking, it's like right. I can't complain about shooting a video when people were literally doing it in right. order to right. ensure exactly. that we had these freedoms that we are able to enjoy right now. I know we are as free as we could be. But we are more free than they were. Exactly. But yeah, we could we could chunk up this little, you know, four, five, six hours of being cold, you know, to to get the message out for sure. You know, if they traveled for days and weeks in the same conditions, you know, so definitely. Absolutely, absolutely, and trying to stay alive, not just for the wedding right. conditions. Right. This wasn't this wasn't a life or death situation, you know what I'm saying? So it, definitely, <laughs> definitely was no, it definitely was no comparison, you know, as far as that goes. Absolutely, absolutely. So I know that you have a lot of other projects up your sleeve, under your hat. Um, right. Is there anything that you can reveal today, or is it all a secret? Do we have to wait? Yeah, we, you're just going to have to wait wait to see. We got a few, a few different, um, you know, some new songs coming out soon, and, you know, some visuals to follow, also some new merch. So you know, definitely got a lot of things, you know, in the works and coming. And I can't wait for things to, you know, be safe enough to, you know, actually have people in one place at one time, you know. So we'll we'll, yeah. we'll keep fingers crossed on that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to actually being able to see you in person. Oh, yeah, we got to make, make that happen. We got to make yeah. that happen. Floodgates open up. Yeah, like a show, whatever, like, you know. When everything is safer, I'm I'm actually ready to to come and meet all the the team because I right. feel like we're all like fam now. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> we are definitely. You are definitely part of the fam. So absolutely. Great. So tell everyone how they can support you. Let them know where your merch is gonna drop. Your YouTube, all of your Instagram page. Well, before we get to that, you have the um. It's called As a Black Woman Page. Yeah. And we talked earlier about how you empower all of us. They have a little extraness, but right. you also empower us women. So right. tell me, I know you have a daughter, so mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about the um, As a Black Woman Page and why you decided to um, start that movement. Well, um, well, the As a Black Woman page stemmed from me creating a series called As a Black Woman, and I sit down with, you know, six beautiful, talented, great um, black women, and, you know, we just talk about topics. I ask them questions that, you know, give them an opportunity, a platform to speak about things that they may not normally get a chance to, to speak about in public. You know what I mean? So um, I created that for, for, for them and also for, to inspire other people, you know, to know that, you know, some, you know, we share some of the same problems and we have some of the same goals and some of the same dreams and go through some of the same things. So I just wanted to create something for black women to, you know, have a platform to speak. And then, you know, of course, with that series being created, I just created the, the Instagram page for it to kind of, you know, 
inspire and uplift as well. So that's as well that stems from. That's dope. That's dope. And as a black woman, I thank you and I appreciate that page. I appreciate your support because it's it's with with even though we've made a lot of strides as women, it's still there there's still a lot of try trying to choose the best word. Um there's still more for us to accomplish. Right. And there are still people out there that still don't believe in us as much as they should. But as black women, we have come a long way as far as being entrepreneurs and our education, uplifting the family, being the backbone of the community. So knowing, you know, there's a lot on us, and I don't think that people realize that because we – we look good doing it. Like our skin is glowing, you know, we're moisturized and hydrated and we look good. And I don't think people realize behind all of that is a lot that we're carrying. So having someone like yourself to um empower us and inspire us to say, Hey, I'm a black man and I support black women, that's amazing. That's what it's we don't all. always feel like that. We don't always feel like that. So thank you for that. If no one else did it, I really appreciate you for doing that because it doesn't always feel like we have the support that we crave and that we really, really want. And we're so, um, we we have become so used to being independent and strong, and I hate using that word, that we tend to not actually reveal that we crave that. Like, we want you guys to support us. We want to hear that. And I think that if more of us say that in a positive way, more men would be willing to say, I got your back, I support you. Right. And have been, you know, supporting black men forever. So, you know, we can, we can, we can definitely, you know, give give some support back. That's like without without question, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. And again, like I said, thank you so much for the As a Black Woman platform. Now, you can give everyone all of your social media handles, YouTube, website anything that you want to give them to support you um yes definitely check me out um on instagram the instagram page is uh fat fly freddie lee um f-a-t-f-l-y freddie lee freddie with the two d's and the i-e-l-e-e and uh, also you can check out the website and get everything there fattestlife.com um yeah the link for everything is on the website so you can check out the site, and then, you know, go to the YouTube and check out the new videos, drop a comment, all that other good stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. So anyone out there that's listening to this and watching this, please make sure you support Seth Black Freddie Lee. Like, we won't regret it. He doesn't make those videos where you're like, I know what's going to happen with the guns and money. Nothing wrong with the guns and money. <laughs> yeah, no. Rabbit suits. You know, yeah. <laughs> he shoots in 18 degrees snowy weather. Yeah, like, he's yeah, going to yeah. give you those visuals and that the creativity that you guys deserve. So, I, I listen, I'm always excited to have you guys come on my platform. Like, I love that you guys are always inspiring to me. And you're always welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. No doubt, no doubt. Was there anything else that you want to talk about today? Anything else you want to let the people know? Or we just, we just going to have to wait? I'm trying to get something. Ah, man, you just got to wait. You just got to wait. I mean, we got some new stuff coming, some new music and everything coming. 
You know what I'm saying? So you just gonna have to, you know, be on the lookout. So I gotta be independent and patient. I can't be independent and impatient. <laughs> this is not working out for me at all. No. <laughs> but anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for watching my interview with Fat Black Ready Z. If you're listening to this on my podcast, thank you guys so much for tuning in and make sure you support. Freddie, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. And you already know. Oh, I thank you. Expecting all your endeavors. Like, what you doing? Likewise. <laughs> Absolutely. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. You too. <laughs>